I'd trademark it if I could. I mean, the best serial killers, the ones whom people tend to remember, always manage to have a good moniker, the kind of nickname that seems to suit them perfectly. Otherwise, what's the point? The shrinks will tell you that guys like me are first and foremost narcissists. But if that means taking pride in your craft and planning each and every murder with meticulous care, then I suppose there are worse things to be called. Honestly, I'm just giving you all what you want. A little razzle-dazzle, an escape from your dreary lives. What else are you going to talk about while sipping your four-dollar coffees and acting superior to the rest of the world? You want me. You need me. And in time, you'll all discover that I'm doing you nothing less than a huge favor. Trust me. Now, if you don't mind, there's someone else I really need to kill. Book One. Shuffle Up and Deal. Chapter One. The lecture hall hushed to a pin-drop silence the moment I walked in. Every conversation stopping on a dime, every pair of eyes homing in on me, watching my every move. For the record, any professor who tells you that he doesn't get off on this bit of catnip for the ego, if only a little, is completely full of crap. We all love it. Milking the silence a few seconds longer, I took my time unloading my shoulder bag on the table next to the lectern, before slowly turning to the class, with the same opening speech I've been delivering now for years. The only thing that ever changes is that the faces staring back at me always seem to look just a little bit younger every time I give the speech. There's nothing like a college campus to make a 34-year-old guy feel over the hill. And we're off. Good morning, my assembled prodigies, all you former class presidents and valedictorians, type A go-getters and relentless overachievers, and hopefully only a tiny smattering of you whose mommies and daddies knew the right people on the Yale Admissions Committee. Welcome to Abnormal Behavioral Analysis, commonly referred to as Intro to Psychopaths, or better yet, Your Ex-Boyfriend or Girlfriend 101. My name is Professor Dylan Reinhardt, that's Dylan with a Y, and yes, my mother was a huge Bob Dylan fan. Are there any questions so far? Every year, someone takes the bait. A blonde in the third row raised her hand with an easy confidence that bordered on flirtation. Clearly, she hadn't done her homework on me. Yes? What's your name? I asked. Heather, she answered. Heather, with the come-hither smile. Thank you, Heather, but asking if there were any questions was a rhetorical question on my part. I haven't begun teaching you anything yet, so there shouldn't be anything you need to ask about, I said. And with that, we come to the first rule of this class. Ask only what you don't understand. I can be such a hard ass sometimes. Although I assure you, it's not without a larger purpose in mind for these students. The vast majority of them have been treated like geniuses since the third grade. And the sooner they figure out they're not, the better. As a former patent office clerk with crazy hair once said, a true genius admits that he knows nothing. That guy's name was Einstein. Meanwhile, poor Heather in the third row looked as if she'd just eaten a bad oyster. Don't worry, I'll make it up to her at some point. I continued. The textbook for this class is entitled Permission Theory, Redefining Abnormal Behavior. And for those of you not familiar with the author, handsome devil that he is, let it be known that he's a bit of a narcissist who enjoys listening to the sound of his own voice almost as much as he does forcing others to listen to it. 
most of the room laughed. Those who didn't had their heads buried in their syllabi to see that, yes, I, Dylan Reinhardt, was indeed the author of said textbook. This, of course, brings us to rule number two, I said. You will attend every class. Your only excuse for missing a class will be your own death or someone else's, provided this someone either breastfed you, coached your little league team, or routinely put a $5 bill in your childhood birthday card and signed it, Love, Grandma and Grandpa. A student in the first row, obviously a freshman, was typing feverishly on his laptop. I remained silent until he finally looked up at me. What are you doing? I asked. He swallowed hard and glanced at his keyboard, confused. I was, um, taking notes, he said meekly. Rule number three, I announced with a little added volume. You will not take notes in this class. I repeat, you will...